Welcome to Yes, X or No Audio. Nineteen eighty-four is the manual. I don't like Mondays. Is the anthem. Article published two thousand and twenty-two, August nineteenth. The lead image for the article is a portrait of George Orwell and contains the following quote. Freedom is the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Reading the compositions of Caitlin Johnston is a daily joy. She has a few themes which constantly echo through her work. Her prose is clear and beautiful. She is a dreadfully honest journalist who brings her life experience to respond to the world and the events which characterise its current malaise. We are fortunate to have access to many prophetic writers, most of whom are deceased and some of whom are approaching the recycling to which we shall all submit. Of those still standing, Messrs Chomsky and Hedges maintain themselves. From the pool of dearly departed, one name has been stamped on our age. Orwell. The book The Prince by Machiavelli contained such insightful and dastardly instruction that the work evolved from noun to adjective. Machiavellian was a common refrain during the 20th century by authors commenting upon political affairs. In our early 21st century, the Italian author has been replaced by a later English counterpart, George Orwell. Orwellian is the adjective stamped on our era's political commentary. This newsletter is fortunate to have an advisor, an ideological but practical sub-editor who has inspired and guided the publication from its beginning. When my prose wanders into literary effect or is just plain confused, it is the proper name of Mr. Orwell which is whispered to the author. George Orwell is the nom de plume of Eric Blair. Mr. Blair was a complex character who was flushed with great powers of observation, insight and literary discipline. From serving as a policeman in British Imperial Burma to living down and out on the streets of London and Paris to fighting fascists in Spain, he forged his great work, 1984, while dying of tuberculosis on the lonely island of Jura in the Scottish Inner Hebrides. Pathos is writ large across his life. Many a parent has wasted time and breath informing a child that they have two ears and one mouth, which informs the ratio of time to be spent listening and speaking. The same holds for reading and writing, though the ratio is more extreme. While my sub-editor and conscience 
play an active role inspiring and limiting my writing. It is the words and advice of Chris Hedges which ring in my mind. He offers two pieces of advice to authors in training. One shall read and read and read and read. Then one may write. If one wishes to know how to write, the most informative guides are those by Blair. His essay, Politics and the English Language, is direct. Direct is perhaps the single word which best summarises Blair's advice. Or, to use more words than necessary, Orwell prefers I think to, in my opinion, it is not an unjustifiable assumption that. Mr. Blair describes the condition of writing on which Mr. Hedges has also commented. Though I am a terrible student, I share their conclusions on the nature of the frustration of authorship. Writing a book is a horrible, exhausting struggle like a long bout of some painful illness. One would never undertake such a thing if one were not driven on by some demon whom one can neither resist nor understand. Eric Blair But going to El Salvador as a reporter was not something the Presbyterian Church at the time recognised as a valid ministry and a committee rejected my call. I told my father, who was waiting outside the meeting room, that I was not to be ordained. It must have been hard for him to see his son come so close to ordination, only to have it slip away, and hard to know that his son was leaving for a conflict in which journalists had been killed and would be killed. What the church would not validate. He did. You, he said, are ordained to write. Chris Hedges These luminaries have assisted me in learning the craft of language and to come to terms with the demon, the outrage against injustice, which drives my writing. There is also an ephemeral, a non-analytic, an emotional spectre which shadows my prose. The mother figures who have graced my life have all been artists. I turn to art when seeking solace. Most of the articles published in this newsletter end with a culture section. Almost all of these are musical while the eye sees, the mind translates letter symbols into words and then sound. In the beginning was the word does not mean the written, it means the spoken. In the beginning was sound. Following the placement of I don't like Mondays, in a recent culture section, my mind refused to let the song be quiet. 
I saw its echoes across the topics towards which I was being driven to write. As 1984 has become the Orwellian manual of our age, Mondays is an anthem. The event which inspired the song was the murders of the principal and custodian and injuring of eight children in a school shooting in Cleveland Elementary School, San Diego, California, on January the 29th, 1979. Senseless violence. The song's refrain asks, Tell me why? To which the answer is given, And he can see no reasons, Cause there are no reasons. This chronic epidemic of children being murdered by other children has continued for 40 years. The complete failure of the USA governments to address the root causes of the nightmare are more depressing than this horrifically beautiful song. The problem is not guns. The problem is mental health, or lack thereof. The same stupidity can be seen as weapons are flooded into Ukraine rather than seeking a diplomatic solution. Equivalently, the European Union is destroying its industry and thus a major source of employment as it attempts and fails to bankrupt Russia. Meanwhile, a flood of USA lawmakers are visiting Taiwan to go to conflict with China in accordance with their military's doctrine of great power competition. Senseless violence. The current state of insanity is akin to seeking a scientific explanation for events based upon the day of the week, like Mondays. To seek solace from this stupidity, I read Caitlin's beautiful prose. My subconscious replays the refrain, Tell me why, with reply, there are no reasons. Thanks for listening. Until next time.